This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Let's talk about electricity and the blackouts that uh, we're suffering because that is potential to affect food security in the long run. If it keeps going at the rate that it is going, we are certainly going to have issues around our food security. And so says AgriSA. Let's speak to AgriSA CEO Christo van der Riede. Good evening and welcome. Good evening, sir, and good evening to all of your listeners. Good evening. Thank you very much for joining us. So you say the blackouts, should they continue? At the long run, we're going to have food security issues. Okay, let me just put that into context. Yeah. I think it's important that uh, farmers have really adapted. Many of them have installed their own solar plants, installed their own uh, diesel generators and so forth. So they're relatively covered for load shedding level two to four. Mm. The load shedding level six has become a major problem because now you've got longer hours. In other words, you have to spend more money on diesel uh, because uh, during the night, your solar panels are not working, so you need diesel backup. Mm. That is the big problem. You know, diesel is an expensive commodity, and you have to fork out a lot of money to now keep your generators running for a long time. What is important is that your dairy farmers need the refrigeration for the milk, not to turn sour. Your poultry farmers need uh, electricity so that they can slaughter the poultry and get it packaged for the uh, uh, fast food outlets. Mm. And then, in addition, your irrigation farmers need irrigation to uh, uh, water their vegetable plants, mm-hmm. uh, as well as your uh, big um, fruit farmers also need water to water uh, the uh, fruit trees and so forth. So uh, overall, it, uh, you know, if this continue and it worsen over time, imagine you two days or three days without electricity, the entire economy comes to a standstill and it's going to have a massive impact on food security over the long term. Now, so you're proposing that perhaps the sector should be exempted from low shedding. We are part of a task team that the Minister Toko Tadiza has appointed. Mm-hmm. And she's really one of the ministers that is boots and all into, you know, the, the, the issues that affect farmers. And uh, because she understands the need for food security, the last thing she wants, we already have load shedding, we've got water shedding, and the last thing you want for this country is food shedding. And one of the proposals that we've made is for uh, ESCOM to look at certain lines. Mm. Now, it's not always possible, but there are lines that run through a rural area mm. uh, that serves only, uh, uh, for example, agricultural, the agriculture sector. Mm. And those lines should not be switched off. Those lines should be dedicated to, to, uh, food, to ensure food security over the long term. Mm. I know in some municipalities, your big food processors like um, uh, Bacomo and others, mm. uh, your milling companies and so forth, Mm. They've been excluded from load shedding. Mm. So that's the innovative thinking, creative thinking that we want. And it is possible in certain areas, but obviously it's not possible, especially in your urban areas, because mm. if you switch off one line, then it uh, affects not only the agricultural sector, it affects everyone. Uh, mm. But in other areas, it's possible. And those possibilities are that are we that our provinces are investigating in collaboration with ESCOM. Because as you say that, I wonder whether the sector is among those that are also high consumers of electricity because of production and the work that happens in there. No, not not really. Um, Often, you know, the agriculture sector is accused of the biggest 
water users. But what people don't realize is, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, uh, although we are, uh, you use 60% of water, mm. we are the last in the row. Uh, water first goes to your, uh, your citizens, mm-hmm. and then it goes to your factories in urban areas, and then it goes to your mines, and what is left comes to agriculture. Because agriculture is not practiced in cities, it's mm. practiced out in rural areas. Mm. And that's why there's a massive responsibility on us to ensure that our water resources are taken care of, is not polluted, etc. And the same applies to electricity. Mm. Electricity is first consumed by your consumers in cities, your retailers in cities, your mines, uh, your big uh, processing companies uh, or factories. And then what is left uh, then comes to your farmers. Mm. Uh, but farmers to a very large extent are taking care of their own needs. But you can only take care of your needs to a certain point. Mm. Because remember, you cannot use solar for a big irrigation system or a big processing plant. Mm. Uh, those batteries are not capable of driving a big plant. Mm. You need uh, electricity from ESCOM. Uh, and that's where the big challenge lies. Because if ESCOM is not supplying electricity for the most uh, bigger part of the day, Mm. then it's going to put agriculture under tremendous pressure. Because remember, we don't deliver sheep at your home. Mm. We don't deliver a raw chicken at your home. We don't deliver a bag of maize meal at your home. Mm. Um, uh, we deliver uh, process, mm. um, for example, flour at your home. And then you take that flour, bake a bread. We um, uh, deliver a processed uh, milk and uh, uh, you know meat that is sorted and uh, packaged to your home and you know in the true sense of the world yeah. because it first go to a retailer and then from the retail they pay you mm. but you need electricity to do all the processing the cutting whatever the milling you name it mm. so, so where is the process now are uh, you saying there's a task team working with minister yeah. Tudisa, but where's the process now yeah the process is, is ongoing we uh, were supposed to meet during the course of this week mm. unfortunately we are uh, all out at Nampu. And maybe your listeners must also come and visit Nampu. It's one of the biggest agriculture shows mm. in the world. Mm. And I mean, especially for our emerging farmers, it's critical that they attend. Mm. Because agriculture has become a science over time. Uh, and, and, and I think that scientific or exposure to the latest trends, scientific trends, technological trends, economic trends, and so forth, that's critical, that exposure to mm. the up-and-coming farmers. And that's why electricity has become such a critical uh, 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 driving force, if I have to use that word. Mm. Uh, And uh, yes, hopefully by next week, we will meet again to determine where are we with the process. But I think, unfortunately, that's out of our hands. It sits with ESCOM, it sits with Minister Praman Gordhan, it sits with Minister Kweri Mantash and our newly appointed Minister of Electricity. They need to sort out, you know, their, their issues amongst each other so that this country can work for its people. Right. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. It's always a pleasure, sir, and a good evening to all of your listeners. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.